the spring of 1993, I quit my job in the development department of a small theater in Washington, D.C., and went to Scotland to direct a play in the Edinburgh Festival Fringe. I was sick of making next to nothing, sick of being verbally abused by my boss, and sick of sweating to death in the swamp that is D.C. in the summer. It seemed like a good idea at the time. Upon my return from Edinburgh, reality set in. I needed money, so I signed with temp agencies, taking one meaningless job after another, all for the pleasure of living in a tiny room in a wretched-looking group house on S Street. One of the few highlights of this time was a recent addition to the house, an adorable, pixie-like creature with blazing intelligence and a razor-sharp wit. A Yaley from Cape Cod, she worked for a nature conservancy and found my love of theater intriguing. She had great taste in music and inspired me to write my first song, with you. We were soon more than friends. What I didn't realize at the time was that the creature was bipolar, and though I'm no treat myself, she was prone to some offbeat behavior. Things like locking herself in her room, blasting the first Cranberries album at full volume, devising crazy schemes to better the world, then shredding them in fits of self-doubt, berating me for no reason, then sneaking into my room to have sex. The low point came in January of 94. She'd broken up with me for the second time, and I was between jobs. I spent days moping around the house, fixing my resume and lamenting the job market. At night, I sat staring at the wall that separated our rooms, knowing she was in there, taunting me with her proximity. See, for me, a job has always been a source of self-esteem. So when I didn't have one, I found other things to fill the gap, and I didn't care if they were good for me or not. Eventually, the door opened and the walls came down, and for a while, things worked. She went on new medication, and we became a more or less typical couple. Then, one day, out of the blue, she decided she wanted to live in New York and applied for jobs there. So did I, not because I wanted to live there, but because she did. As it turned out, she didn't get a job. I got offers from two different places. And so in April 94, I moved alone to New York, officially putting our relationship on the disabled list. We tried to keep things going, but it didn't work. She broke things off a month later, over the phone, after an hour of small talk and chit-chat. When I asked why she hadn't broken up with me at the beginning of the call, the creature replied, A conversation has nothing to do with a relationship. I see it as a cautionary tale. Beating yourself up for your sins is one thing. Beating yourself up for someone else's makes no sense whatsoever. <laughs>